brave, daring, a little stupid. E.A. Man. Welcome to episode two of the BMAN podcast. Yeet! Yeet! Anyway, I'm Adam, and uh, here with me is... Ben motherfucking Bullock! Ben Bullock. And welcome to the show, or welcome back to the show if you listen to episode one. And I also want to thank you if you listen to episode one. And every- I'm much obliged. <laughs> much obliged. And who, uh, whoever subscribed to our RSS feed, as well as followed us on SoundCloud. I've also got the podcast up on iTunes now, so please go check that out if you'd like, and subscribe on there as well. I forgot to mention in episode one that we will be posting BA Man podcasts every week on Sunday evening, give or take, unless one of us all of a sudden disappears or for some reason. You're going to disappear on me, Ben? Uh, No, but I might fall off a mountain. <laughs> yeah. So... There's that. Well, that's a possibility for anybody, isn't it? I I reckon. So this is a kind of a special episode, so because we're actually recording out in the wild, we're camping right now. I, we took some pictures earlier. I'll post a a pic of it on the SoundCloud or something. That or on our Twitter page or on the YouTube, or we might have a video up on the YouTube. We got some video today, so we'll probably get a little bit tomorrow of us trying to start a fire, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we're not talking about that, all I right? I blame it on Ben's, Ben's <laughs> knife and flint. Bullshit. Dude, that flint's <laughs> flawless. It was the kindling. <laughs> so, Ben, I wanted to ask you how your day was going. Well, specifically yesterday, because I know you talked about the liquor being poured out at work. Oh, yeah. So, yesterday at the resort, I went in... <laughs> I was serving lunch, and then uh, I come back into the kitchen, and I see our liquor auditor. She comes in probably once a year, and any of the liquor that we don't have on our books, we're not allowed to sell. And so if she finds any extra bottles, she pours it down the drain. Oh, my God. So I sat there as she poured probably... 30 cans of beer and probably 10 fifths of liquor down the drain. Oh my god. It was, I I only made it through the fucking beer and I had to leave. And as I was coming back up to refresh our lunch, I saw her pouring down the liquor and I was like, that's such a sad sight to see. I I couldn't watch it. Why didn't you stop her? I will okay. So all of our drains they go from the sink and then they're an open faucet into the bottom floor drain. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm about to throw a a bucket underneath that just so I can catch all this liquor. <laughs> but that's really dirty, and so I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we got a few stories here for today that I think were very worthy for this episode number two. We've got the 1968 Yinko Camaro coming back. And I'll just give you a hint about the second story. This is, I think this is going to be a great story. Here's the hint. That day, for no particular reason, I decided to go for a little run. (laughs) That's your hint. Then we got a mystery pooper in New Jersey. Okay. You, you just imagine walking into a bathroom, and there's just a, 
a turd just sitting <laughs> right there in the urinal. Okay. <laughs> and it just goes perfectly with episode number two. And then another great story from Ben or me. Have we decided that yet? It's going to be you. All right. I'll tell the story. Another story from me. So they're not as good as Ben's, but we'll go. We'll go with it. Hey, and hey then, we won't hold it against you. <laughs> and then last but not least, we got the our event of the week. We're going to our badass event of the week. We're going to talk about the Amgen Tour of California. It's America's most important bike race. All right. So first up, the least exciting story, I think, but still pretty badass. We got from AutoEvolution.com. We're talking about the 1968 Yinko Camaro back in action in 2018 in a continuation series. But it's different because GM is not reproducing the car, but another company based in Tulsa, Oklahoma, called Brand New Muscle Car, which describes itself on Facebook as the place where you can order your favorite muscle car built from scratch with all new parts just as you want it. Sounds pretty badass. Here, a little history on the Yinko Super Camaro. It was a modified Chevrolet Camaro prepared by Yinko Chevrolet developed by the dealership owner and racer Don Yinko. Yinko ordered SS Camaros and swapped in the larger engine from a Chevy Corvette and was rated at a whopping 450 horsepower. Less than half of the 64 cars built from 1968 are known to exist today, which makes this old-school muscle car very rare. And I mean, the Camaro fans would love one of these. I mean, those old... I I know my dad had an SS Camaro, and he loved it. Taz had one of those Camaros. He he caught he loved that thing so much he caught the engine on fire. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Yee. Yee. That's just what happens when you drive it like a bat out of hell. But uh, just a badass car and just a little story behind it that I thought was pretty cool. It's coming back. If you owned any badass cars in your day, Ben. Cars? No, I you had, had that Eclipse. Eclipse. That was, that was about the car. only car I ever owned. Yeah, that was a pretty quick car. Other than that, I've just had trucks in the Jeep. Can't blame you there. Hey, the Jeep's where it's at. If you can't go topless, what's the point? <laughs> All right, let's talk about the second story that I'm super excited about to talk about. So that hint, which I'll remind you, was, here it goes. That day, for no particular reason, I decided to go for a little run. Did you guess it, Ben? I did not guess it. But I'm have I'm gonna assume that it has to do with force force gum. Yes, spot on, boy. How'd you know? Uh, it was just a wild guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a cool ass story. So, so this is from an article on KSL.com, and it happened right here, close to us in Monument Valley, Utah. It says some may call him crazy, others may call him tough, but Rob Pope may prefer the name Forrest Forrest Gump. That is. So Rob Pope is a British dude that accomplished quite the feat on April 29th, ending a 15,000-mile run across the United States four times in one year. And if you didn't know, in the movie, uh, Monument Valley, Utah, is the place where Forrest Gump said the famous line, I think I'll go home now, and ended his run. (laughs) Wait, he he crossed the U.S. four times? Yeah, 15,000 miles. Who the fuck wants to run that far? I don't know. Well, here's the other thing, too. But along the way, he raised money for charity. And then at the end of the race, he proposed to his girlfriend who was waiting for him at the finish line. Wait, is it 
still considered a race if you're like the only one running it because everybody else just gave up. And they were like, shit, this dude, he's crazy. He just keeps going. So You know what? I think you're right. I don't think it was a race, and I don't think there'd be a finish line. But, I mean, I think there'd just be a, I'm done now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of just like, all right, I, I, I'm tired. I'm going to go that's home. enough. <laughs> all right, I got my frustrations out. We're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, that's some frustrations because I've been down in life, yeah. and I've never been like, you know what? I'm going to run across the United States. The article didn't say if he stopped either. So did he? Because I think in the movie, didn't Forrest Gump just keep going? Well, he. I feel like he kind of ran and then just whenever he was tired, he would stop and then wake up, keep going, stop. Yeah. Because he said, when I was tired, I slept. Oh, really? And when I felt like running, I ran. Yeah, that's so somebody actually did it. And you can find out more on uh, Rob Pope. He has a website. It's called www.goingthedistancerun.com. Ben, would you run 15,000 miles? Hell For charity? Wait, unless if... Like Mila Kunis was that the finish line? Promised me <laughs> her life after that. I I would consider it. Yeah, I think we all of some men would, even some women probably. Yeah, buddy, <laughs> those are the type of women I like. All right, let's go on to this next. And you stoking the fire? Fire's good. Yeah, I thought I heard something. Did you hear that? The fire. Yeah. Anyway, so here's a funny one for you. The New Jersey Mystery Pooper. I saw this and had to include it on episode number two. This is from a article in NJ.com titled New Jersey Mystery Pooper Scandal. We have so many unanswered questions. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them we don't want answered. <laughs> yeah. So that was this this past Monday, April 30th, Homedale, New Jersey police arrested Thomas, sorry if I pronounce this wrong, Tremanglini, uh, 42 years of age, after a surveillance operation caught him defecating on the Homedale High School football field and track. The surveillance was set up after human feces were found on the track on a daily basis. According to the police who, to be clear, have only charged him for lewdness and littering for Monday's incident. Uh, well, this article's hilarious because it reads, News about the arrest leaked out on Wednesday, but Homedale police have been tight-lipped about the details of the crime, and attempts to reach Tremanglini for comment have so far been unsuccessful. We have questions, so many questions, that we can't hold them in. Wait, how did they know it was him? Did they DNA test the dookie? They had her surveillance camera going and caught him uh, fucking okay. doing it. I was going to say, if they had somebody sur- or like DNA test the dookie, that's, that's rough. I would hate to have that job. Going to school for chemistry, that's like one of the jobs that's out there, and it's just like, Mm, I'm a pass on that. Yeah, you should have done a job like that. Nah, you <laughs> couldn't be pay rewarding? me enough to test people's dookie. <laughs> and apparently this Tremanglini guy, he has a PhD in educational administration and a master's degree from Rutgers and a bachelor's degree from Fairleigh Dickinson. Dude, this sounds like the dude that I would 
hang out. He just with. poops on the track for a laugh. Yeah, he's smart as hell, and is just like, you know what? Fuck them. I'm gonna take a shit on their football field. <laughs> he just lives his life, man. He's just like, fuck him. You know, I've I've done my work. I can do shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I got tenure before I got tenure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, they found out there is not yet a motive behind his serial pooper actions. <laughs> the serial pooper. So nobody knows why he did it. I know why he did it, because it's funny. <laughs> Maybe he just did it to get a laugh. That's what I think, shit. Who wouldn't? So moving on. Dude, don't miss my, don't mess up my. Ben's marking his territory real quick. All right, you want to hear this? So let me think, what year was it? I was a sophomore, was it sophomore summer I went? Sophomore summer when you left me all alone. But anyway, I was a sophomore in college that summer. We... I had sex on his bed while he was gone. No, you fucking didn't. I'll throw you in this fire. No, I didn't hit as hard as <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I slept on rocks. Wow. On oh, my futon? Yeah. You bastard. But anyway, uh, so we, God, we did everything that summer, that study abroad. We were, we were in Bregenz, Austria for a month. Uh, yeah, a month. And, um, so every weekend we got like three, four days off to go travel. And, uh, one weekend we decided to do a big tour, like all the way around Europe. We went to, gosh, we were in Austria. So we went up, um, we hit Amsterdam. We went up to Denmark, Copenhagen, Denmark. We went into Malmo, Sweden, back down into Berlin, and then back to Austria. And I think that was our round tour. But anyway, when we were in Amsterdam, I mean, there was just so much crazy stuff there. They had the prostitutes, the red light district and stuff, and it was so cool. And, you know, they got they got that stuff. And they also got the weed shops. And they, they call them cafes over there, so these cafes you could just walk in and you had to show like passport and stuff you're of age and whatnot and buy the weed up at the bar and then go back and sit and like it was so weird it was so dim lighted and stuff and they had like nat geo or discovery or some shit some animal planet stuff going on their tv was fucking broken so it was glitching out so it was extra freaky or extra like trippy you know i mean but i mean it was a chill place and so anyway we we bought spliffs they primarily smoke spliffs over there which is a cross of half tobacco half weed and uh so we just got some of those i was with like four other people it was a good group i was with i mean we always hung out during the trips we decided to do this we're all hanging out we're all smoking pot and shit these spliffs in this dim lidded cafe watching animal planet one of my buddies like he just couldn't handle nicotine really and i don't think he knew there was half tobacco in these spliffs we were hitting these spliffs and he just all of a sudden just passes out he's sitting there fine and then he like starts looking weird and then he like closes his eyes and falls over to his left side i think while sitting on this uh booth seat and he was dead (laughs) no i'm just kidding (laughs) i honestly i thought he was fucking dead and i freaked out i jumped out of my seat i was high shit i jumped out of my seat 
went over to him, shaking him in the shoulders and stuff, and kind of like holding his head up and stuff, and was like, dude, 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 dude. I was like, you're right, you're right. And then he just snaps back into it. You know, he's he wakes up, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Man, I do not want to go studying abroad and have one of my friends die. That would not be cool. So, hey, I'll give you that. That's a solid story, dude. I'll appreciate that. I appreciate that. Tap. Do you want me to slap you in the face till you wake back up again? Then. <laughs> All right, the fire is stoked, and we're back. Now, on to our badass event. Of the week. And today... Bum. And today, we're talking about the Amgen Tour of California. So the Amgen Tour of California is an annual professional cycling event that is the only men's cycling event in the U.S. on the UCI World Tour calendar, which is like Tour de France and others, like the big named cycling events. And it also attracts some of the most renowned cyclists and teams in the world it's a seven-day men's stage race and the 2018 race will begin in long beach california and and conclude in sacramento california covering more than 600 miles so this will be the third time in the event's 12-year history did i say that right or i'm sorry 13 all right how are you just gonna exclude women from this I'm getting to that. Well, you know what? So the Amgen Tour of California Women's Race is a UCI World Tour race that will span over three days and will travel from Elk Grove to South Lake Tahoe and Sacramento. Providing an international platform for women's racing, the Amgen Tour of California Women's Race attracts the world's top female cyclists and teams in the world. And this event's coming up very soon here in 2018 from May 13th to May 19th. And you can find more information on it at www.amgentourofcalifornia.com. Well, yeah, we're out here camping, so we're going to enjoy the rest of our weekend. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend, too. <laughs> and uh, also, we've got the BMN YouTube channel established, although it's not populated with anything yet. But we are planning... Well, this camping trip this weekend. So you may see a video that pops up soon. Coming at you from the outdoor wilderness life. We'll see ya. Yeah!